Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is October 3rd. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block. But before we jump into the verses, I want to ask you, when is a time when you have felt like you didn't belong? Have you ever experienced that? Have you ever been someplace or around a group of people and just felt like everyone knew things that you didn't know or everyone had some past history together that you didn't share? Have you ever felt that uncomfortable feeling? Well, if so, I want you to keep that feeling in mind as we talk about some of these verses today in Ephesians chapter 2. Before we jump into this verse too, I also wanted to remind you, remember, even though this book is called the Ephesians, and even though it says to the Ephesians, and in chapter 1 it says to the saints which are at Ephesus, That part where it says to the saints that are in Ephesus, that was not in the original text. This epistle is thought to go to the Ephesians, but we don't actually have evidence that that's who it was to. But what we do see here is Paul talking mostly to the Gentiles. There's so much that he's addressing with them and so much that he wants them to understand. And so keep that in mind as we read these verses, because Paul here really is going to dive in with the Gentiles and going to help them understand their place in the kingdom. And what I love about this is Gentiles were converts, right? They were essentially pagan converts, non-Jewish converts. And so they, I'm sure at times, had those same feelings of, I don't belong. Everybody here knows something that I don't know. Everyone here has some sort of history that I don't have. It would have been very easy for them to experience those feelings and to have those feelings as they began to mingle with the Jewish saints. Understanding that and trying to imagine how they must have felt at times, it makes these verses that we're going to study today that much more powerful. In Ephesians chapter 2, starting in verse 12, it says that at the time ye were without Christ, so before ye were baptized, before you were converted, It says, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. That description of the Gentile converts before they were converted is really powerful. It's really stirring. This idea that they were aliens or foreign from Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise that because they were strangers of the covenants, they had no hope and they were without God. So that's the description of them prior to their conversion. Now listen to how Paul's going to talk about them. He says, but now in Christ, Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Let's pause there really quickly. I love the description that before they were once far off. The reason why I love those words that they were far off is it reminds me of the parable of the prodigal son. Remember when the Savior is telling this parable, when it's talking about the prodigal son and he's out there and he's living his life and he decides he's going to come back to his father. Remember what it says about when the father saw him? It says he saw him when he was still far off, meaning the dad was watching for him. The dad knew and believed that he would come back someday. And so he sat and he waited and he watched. And he was so diligent at his watching that even when he was still far off, the father could see him and he ran to him. I love that description because it reminds me of my loving father in heaven. 
and my loving Savior, who see us even when we are far off. Whether you feel far off at the time, or whether you have loved ones who are far off, take comfort in knowing that the God that we worship is a God who sees far off, and that no matter how distant we may feel or our loved ones may be, that the Savior can see us far off, and that he has a gift of coming to us wherever we are, meeting us wherever we are, and then bringing us home to him. That's who Christ is, and that's what he can do. In fact, let's continue and take a look at verse 14. It says, For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us. That's a really powerful verse, that Christ is our peace, that he joins us, that he brings us back together, makes us one, can break down this barrier that sometimes divides us. But let's take a look at that historically a little bit, because in this day, in the Savior's day, in the temple, there were places in the temple where the Gentiles could go. It was kind of this outer court where the Gentiles could be. It would be kind of the same as a non-member being able to walk around a temple ground and being able to fill the peace there. Gentiles were more than welcome to come into this outer area and to enjoy that spot of the temple grounds. However, there was a wall in the temple, this partition that separated where the Gentiles could be from where the Jews could go. In fact, archaeologists have even found one of the blocks from this barrier, and it had an inscription on it that said, let no foreigner enter within the screen and enclosure surrounding the sanctuary. And then it goes on to say that whosoever does this, it's punishable by death. And so there was literally this wall literally this partition standing between the Gentiles and the Jews. And it was impenetrable. You just couldn't do it. You could not pass that wall. But remember what happened when the Savior died? Do you remember what happened to the temple? The veil of the temple was rent in twain, right? It was torn. But that wasn't the only part of the temple that was destroyed. This wall, this barrier between the Gentiles and the Jews in the temple was also destroyed at the Savior's death. And I love the symbolism of that, that it's the Savior, it's his atonement that is meant to bring us together with other people. It's meant to draw people together, draw them in to Christ. It's because of his atonement that we can come together with people of our faith and people of other faiths as well. It's the atonement of Jesus Christ that is the great unifier of people. So when this scripture says that Jesus Christ has broken down the middle wall of partition between us, that is both figurative and literal. And we should use the atonement of Jesus Christ to draw near to God's children, to find them afar off and to bring them in with us. I feel like Elder Gong's talk in this past conference, we could just play the whole thing and it would teach this whole lesson for us. But specifically, I loved when Elder Gong talked about a particular convert woman who had been coming to church. And after she was baptized, someone made a comment about how her skirts were a little too short. And I loved her response. It was so humble. Something like that, someone could have easily been embarrassed and offended and never come back. But listen to what she said. She said, my heart is converted. Please be patient as my skirts catch up. 
Elder Gong encouraged us to be understanding and kind as converts learn the new languages of love together. That is what the Savior would do. That's what he beckons us to do. And it's because of him that we can. Verse 19, it says, Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building, fitly framed together, groweth unto a holy temple in the Lord. My friends, the Savior, his gospel, his chosen apostles and prophets, all of this is given to us so that we can come together as one, so that we can build ourselves fitly framed together and grow together in harmony, love, joy, peace, and unison. That was the call for Paul in the ancient days, to come together in Christ and be one. And that is the call that the Lord sends to us now in our latter days, through the scriptures and through prophets and apostles, coming together one in Christ. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.